Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? I got too excited again. Uh, you're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week we are continuing the summer of Swayze with the classic Patrick Swayze movie. <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Summer of sweaty Swayze. Sweaty yeah. Swayze. Always so sweaty. Sweaty in Swayze summer. Um, yeah. Should we get into our love? Oh well, wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> we have I'll a few d- things to say. Yeah, we're um, we're gonna take a summer break after all this sweaty Swayze. We need a break, so um, we're gonna be taking off till August twelfth. Is mm-hmm. this right? That's right. Um, you know, to go on adventures, watch lots of other movies and that sort of stuff you know yeah but we'll be back we will be back on august 12th we'll miss yeah. you but we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> but you can just ever listeners just restart the series you know start start off at do. uh you know no, skip, skip rabbit yeah skip uh yeah skip adventures and babysitting because that one doesn't count True. um yeah so anyways, uh, for this amazing movie, mm-hmm. Roadhouse, uh, I'll, I'll do just a super quick intro in that I remember watching this a bunch. I remember watching this a bunch on TV. So mm-hmm. all they probably no cut boobs. out half, no I boobs. Know. Yeah. Which this, There's this so has many boobs. chock-a-block of boob corner this week. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so I've, I've watched it a bunch <laughs> This will be the second time in like six months I've watched right. it and convinced my wife to watch it as well. <laughs> I'm super um, excited to hear about Nora L's second watching of this film. Yeah, I, I can yeah. fill you in. Um, but yeah, it's it's a movie that I've always had a fondness for. And I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Um, and I, so I'll go into my, my level will just be amazing Airbnbs. In that hmm. the one thing I took away from this is from watching it before is just I always assumed that old barns across yeah. the country had fully furnished apartments above them yeah. that you could just roll up and say, I'll pay cash. And Incredible. So, yeah, that's that what might, I think. You might have stolen my Hummer, but uh, sorry, I'm sorry. That's OK. I'll come back to it. We have three hours to talk about this movie. <laughs> um, My level is going to be roadhouse because there was a bar called that in near annapolis where i'm from and when i thought of this movie i thought it was like this bar mm-hmm. and i've never seen this movie so i was in for a real treat um and it was nothing like that bar i'm describing but um i also just want everybody to know that i had cavities filled today yes. and my mouth is partially numb so I'm having a hard time talking just because I know our listeners care about how we're all they doing. They do, our dental health. Uh, and that's yeah. part of my level today uh, and that I was anxious about it last night when I watched this movie and my couchmate was not around to watch it with me. So it was a doozy oh, for me yeah. to watch by myself. <laughs> yes. uh, especially because it's you. oh so violent. Um, okay, I'm going to give myself um, – a I've been waiting for this day level because I have to give a shout out to um never listener Matt R or Matt R F as I call him sometimes who with whom I share or 
borrow an Amazon Prime account. And so how this usually works is I purchase a movie off of Amazon and I immediately Venmo him and I say, enjoy, you have this for 48 hours. And I purchased, I, I, you know, I rented this movie off of Amazon Prime. And before I could Venmo Matt R, I got a text saying, Roadhouse, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> um, so I'm so excited that one Matt R and I'm guessing Lisa F get to watch this in the next 48 hours. Um, so it's like a movie that everybody, mostly men in my life will talk about and I've never seen and it's been referenced so much. Um, so like, I was, I don't know. I, I don't know if I was aware of really anything in this movie, except for the fact that Patrick Swayze was with it. It was referenced in Point Break, if we remember. Um, but I was really excited to add this to my repertoire, but I had never seen it. So this is a first time watch for me. Mm. There's there's a lot to it. That's for sure. I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, totally. So... Let's let's jump into it. We let's do it. We enter into the fanciest roadhouse in the world. Um, can which... we can we begin with the definition of roadhouse? Because it's like a it's like a bar that's on a highway, essentially. I, yeah, I, or like an out of town bar. Out of town bar, right? What do you like, mean an out of town bar? I, oh, it's, it's not out of in a downtown area, right? So you yeah. have to kind of get on a road to go there. <laughs> Which seems like a bad business model for bars, and, but a good yeah. business model, model yeah, business model for hospitals. Like from dusk till dawn would be an example. Yeah, that would be a roadhouse. Okay. And apparently they have a whole like underground like <laughs> there's a celebrity newspaper. level yeah. like it's like travel nursing. Travel like, people nursing, people know rooted. Like, if you're a bouncer, you're a celebrity. Yes. Um, yeah, some of my first world. notes were just about like, oh, the, the 1989 of it all of this movie is so overwhelming to me in terms mm. of the 80s clothing. It's this turn of the decade clothing and hair and the, the extreme mullets. The mullet rating on this movie. I'm going to have Bridget's mullet corner on this because <laughs> Please. it's a thousand percent. We're batting at a thousand percent. I don't know if that's a thing to do, yeah. but wow what a delicious treat if you like mullets is this movie uh fun and fact go ahead patrick swayze did not like his mullet um he has said in his either. memoir that it was the bane of his existence oh well because he probably had to like have it for a minute like my yeah. question with patrick swayze's mullet but a lot of the mullets in this movie which were so of the time like it's like they're it's like they're meant to look like they're not much maintenance but they must be the highest oh, yeah is you have to like curl and swoop down the front and then some of it is like per plus oh yeah like feathered and some of it's just straight and it's like those are three different hairstyles in one it's you guys intense. you guys know how i feel about wet hair uh in these movies <laughs> yeah. and like patrick swayze's wet mullet is not cute it's not oh my cute. gosh i have a note literally saying patrick swayze's wet hair is better than <gasps> his mullet oh. let's fuck katie Let's fight. Sword, <laughs> knife, beating go, you up. Go, Gun. Go, go. Wow. Drop Look a polar this. bear on your They're face. They're doing it. <laughs> They're actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we get into the world of the roadhouse, which is that everybody is raging fucking angry. I'm, I use the F-bomb here because 
I've never met angrier people than the people in this movie. Why are they so angry? Why are they raging? What are they raging about? You know, to use Patrick Swayze's words from a different movie, you know, some people just want to get radical. They don't care about the spiritual part of going out to a roadhouse. (laughs) Wait, are we going to talk about point But Because this is like pre-Bodie, man. Like this guy, this is where I could view Bodie coming from before he just decides to go for a life of surfing. I originally had him. It's like, this guy's been in prison. But um. Anyway, yeah, we've not him, but that other guy definitely did. And he talked about it in a weird I mean, way. <laughs> one of my first notes is <laughs> yeah. like, this bar is a nightmare. Like the, he did the talk one about they go, way. the one they go to or the, the double deuce, all of the bars. I mean, like the, the first note is this bar is nightmare. And I can't remember that bar because we go to so many other nightmare bars, but I'm like, who would willingly go to this bar? Like it, it seems like it's constant. The first one where Patrick sure, Swayze is fancy one. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I didn't know what we were in for, but like, it's just all bars. Like, it's just such like a 19, like a late eighties view of bars in a way too. Right. Any place that's not an Applebee's is this where it's just like, yeah. ends in every single person breaking glass over their faces, which, which I've been in a bar where someone hit someone else in the head with a beer oh, bottle. Really? And yeah <laughs> and it it's dramatic terrifying yes no kidding yeah. i mean that's part of what my note is is like and later on it's just like all of these people would be so devastatingly yeah. injured that didn't start the fight everywhere that started the fight and ended the fight it just right. immediately dropped the per and it was it was in belize that they have really hard bottles the recyclable ones oh. and it just instantly dropped the person and blood was it was they're, it's not cool. It's traumatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's traumatic for everybody. Yeah, it I, stopped the whole bar. I know. Uh, well, at this point, I feel like is where Patrick Swayze gets stabbed and has yeah. zero reaction to it. Done. Which is that's for us to see that he is the <laughs> the supreme bouncer because he can take a lot of shit well, and he carries around his own medical records. Oh my gosh, we learn about later on. <laughs> I have a I have a medical consult that weighed in on okay, that. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah. The premise of this movie is so detailed yet far-fetched. <laughs> it's extraordinary. I I want to give a round of applause to whoever was like came up with this in a fever dream of a mushroom. World building. World building. Like, yeah. yeah. World yeah, building. Yeah, there's a lot of rules. Yeah. My my couchmate who I did talk to after and during. I bet he was so far away that he could Oh, he loved this. You. Yeah, he really wanted to know. But he was basically saying like every character in this movie is a cartoon. Like there's yeah. nobody in here who is not just like extreme. So like even when we meet Frank Tillman, he's like this bolo guy, the bar owner. You know, like everybody's got a shtick about them. Um <laughs> And he's like a bouncer recruiter because in the world of bouncers, you need the best bouncer for your shit. You can just travel all throughout the U.S., if not internationally, being a sought after shitty bar bouncer. And I mean, shitty bar, not shitty bouncer, just like failing bar. Yeah. They made a horrible sequel, which I haven't seen. And they're talking about making a remake. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the, the sequel should be an international version where Dalton goes around to different countries. Yeah. Do you think they would do like a CGI Patrick Swayze face on like a young? No, I don't want want that. that. No, 
I no, say no, I hate that. I hate yeah. when they do it, but they're Bridget, doing it so much now. Why do you now. like this so much? Every Marvel movie, like every time I have to see what's his face's face, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I'm like, can't he just? But Samuel don't you L. think Jackson age? Not to get you know too dark and deep, but like, don't you think you know Patrick Swayze has passed away? Could they do that? Like, could they yes. buy the rights to his face? Yes. Oh, like Carrie Ugh. Fisher is that her name? Yeah, yeah but Star Wars. <laughs> My guess yep. it was like in her contract. I don't. I don't know that when you, know, you die, we can steal your face. Like, whatever. That's Disney and Star Wars, man. man um, that's dark. We give. We get the first note that the first time that um, Dalton is said, "I thought you could be bigger. I thought yeah. you'd be bigger." Right? Oh yeah, that's that's a real we're gonna hear that a lot. Uh, and how yeah. tall is Patrick Swayze? Oh, I don't know. Guesses. Five eleven. Katie. Hmm. TikTok, That's TikTok. a really good guess. I'll, I guess I'll come in at five ten. He's five ten. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, I just, I mean, I just like price of right, Bridget. <laughs> Which yeah, um, he he is a, a slight man. Yeah. He's he's a he's dancer. Fit. He's very lithe. You I know, think he plays big. Well, no, I, I mean, I I think he plays this role. It's not yeah. like Tom Cruise and those um, I don't know, some sort of like army movies where he's supposed to be this six, four right. guy, you know, and everyone's afraid of, and it's just, it, no one buys it. Be, but, uh, but th- I, I believe that Patrick Swayze is Dalton. It's not, I'm not needing like movie magic to think mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, but yeah, anyways, he, he goes to this new bar that he's going to work at in Jasper, right outside of that? Kansas, Kansas city, I guess, okay. Missouri. Wait, is it not, Wyoming? It's not Jasper. No. Uh-uh. Oh. It's set in Missouri, but it was all filmed in California. Uh, they sort of built the outside right. version of this bar. Um, huh. Yeah. Because there's a Jasper, Wyoming, I think, or Jasper, Montana. But I did remember him saying Kansas City, so I was very confused. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so, yeah, we see this double deuce, which we see how shitty it is by the fact that it has the netting in front of the band and did you that's mean how to they make recycle. a pun there when you said double deuce and then you said shitty i, I did not <laughs> but that's a double deuce is yeah. this i was so weren't you guys waiting for a roadhouse i mean i know when the song came on but it's like which one of this is called roadhouse yeah when the song came on i was like yeah that's yeah that's the name of the movie yeah. um is this whole playing behind a chain linked fence is that real I mean, it was in Blues Brothers. Um, really? It it must be real somewhere. I sure haven't seen it. Ooh, if I went walked into a place and that's what was happening, I would walk out immediately. <laughs> There's yeah, totally. There's so many. This I just keep writing. Why are people fighting so much? Why is the band behind a cage? Why are there so many mullets? These are the questions that I was writing, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I started writing down some of the quotes, like. Um, the guy says, I'll get, I get off at two. I'd love to get you off a half hour after that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, vod- vodka rocks. Let's get nipple to nipple. Um, Which then she replies, I can do that myself. I did talk about this with my couch mate. And then I was like, what does that mean? Uh, and uh, do you guys know? <laughs> I, I do what is, not, what is I it? Do not. He says, let's go nipple to nipple. And she says, I can do that myself. And I guess that the inclination is that her boobs are so big she could touch her nipples to her nipples i i don't know but either way i was like i feel like why? i could do that if i really tried yeah I it's not don't that big think i can I, you I, probably can i literally just tried and i can't i'm not trying um, right now stop asking me to um 
we, we also meet I think I can. we we meet we meet Carrie Ann who's yeah. like a muppet um do you guys recognize her no I, I i know we know her from something but she's wait she's sister of from er yep oh. that's not what i was gonna say oh. i was gonna say she's the sister of what's she she's her own actress in her own right she's like a knockoff version of damn it the sister of the guy who was in one crazy summer what um <laughs> you know what i'm talking about what oh joan cusack say? Joan Cusack. Yeah, a little bit. But no, she she was like um a character in ER and I think Gilmore Girls too. That's right. Oh, she is in Gilmore um, Girls. She's a sister. a sister. She's a sister in Gilmore Girls too. Yeah. She's yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought and I thought that Carrie Ann was gonna be the love interest of Patrick not. Swayze. She had an yeah. interesting introduction. She is just at eleven. Yeah. She reminds me of one of those women that were like working at cocktail at the bar, just like at an 11 and just screaming at Tom Cruise's face. But then uh, I have a note like of like it's like what was this place? Like what did, what cuz you know the owner, the owner by who the way I'm just like used to being a crazy villain. So I was I had a really hard time you thought he was going to be a villain. Oh this- yeah, totally. Cuz I and I don't even know where that comes from, but I've seen him as like this like terrible villain usually yeah and so he's like you know the the, my place used to be great and now it's like literally run by like thugs like the customers just run wild he's by the way hired everybody who's terrible so i feel like more of the issue is like this man can't run a roadhouse or a restaurant i need to get into something about this because in these small towns what is the economy right it's pretty terrible i would imagine maybe there's some like industry or like but if you fire everybody who works for you, then what are those people doing? Then they're like not having jobs in your town. And then it's, I don't know. I was thinking about that a yeah. lot because there aren't that many jobs in the town. We find out though, they go and work for Brad oh, Wesley. Yeah. Oh my and... God. Oh, <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay. Um, so we get sort of the, the view of how shitty this double deuce is, um, but he, he wants to make it better. And he's given Dalton just complete control which Dalton sort of serendipitously, um, I mispronounced that, uh, watches the bar and then sees everyone who's doing things wrong. And then he sits them all down and he, he fires a bunch of them. He just subtly shakes his head for like 20 minutes yeah. at everybody. And then, yeah, he just fires everybody out of nowhere, which would really not ingratiate you to a staff or a small town. But, you know. I know we said we weren't going to do this, but I have to talk about this scene where like this woman is oh. offered up to, yeah. sorry, where no. she's like offered up for a man to grab her for $20 to, to smell her boobs, no, to kiss them, to kiss, to kiss her boobs for $20. And she's in on it. And then he fondles her aggressively. Yeah. And then says he doesn't have $20. And then like, a crazy fight breaks out but i was i have to talk about that because i was just like what is going on in this world this is insane like the, this <laughs> the energy of this is so coke fueled yes and it and i don't know if you guys feel like this please jump in if you do or don't but like it had this like scrooged energy to it where that specific scene like the taxi driver from scrooge where you're just like what is happening? It's yeah. just like cooked out chaos, like yeah. so stoked 
on like terrible ideas. Like the man that's wanting to lend her and the man that's in on it are just like, what is happening? Like, how are these two people even like, they're just like punching words at each other. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's just nuts. Funny story. Um, So the, I think the, it's either the producer or the director of Scrooge is like Brian Glazer or something like that who is actually married to Kelly Lynch. And it is... Um, we cracked it. We cracked the code. <laughs> yeah. And so I think he produced this movie. You as, guys! As well. But wait, wait, wait. And, and then... You called um, it. Yeah. And so... Oh, gosh. I'm blanking. Uh, who's in Scrooge? Bill, um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray and his brothers, anytime they see that this movie's on TV, they'll call him and say, I oh, we're, we're watching your wife have sex with Patrick Swayze. Yes. Oh, uh, oh yeah. right. Fun joke. But yeah, I read that. And I'm like, oh, Bill Murray, be better. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, that that's the that is the connection that it's. Oh, my God. You guys, it was Scrooge 2. Or yeah. One. Yeah. So, but, right. So before he, he fires the people, he we see him at the Airbnb. <laughs> The nicest Airbnb. So and amazing. We get I would to kind of immediately. Brat. Oh, 100%. I love that of little apartment. Mm. Uh, other than it probably smells really terrible. Yeah. Um, it is a barn. We meet Brad Wellesley, Wesley, through his helicopter, but he lives across the street, mm-hmm. across the pond. <laughs> Does he I live there? I can't tell if it's a pond or a river. I think, I guess a pond. He I know, lives, it looks kind of like a bayou. He lives in a Dave and Buster's, which we learn later when we go into his house. But it's it's so good. Why does he live there? Because he's the richest guy in a poor town? Because he yeah. can afford a mansion in a tiny town? He's not that rich. What's funny about uh, yeah, this character? Yeah, he's, he's got a helicopter. He he's pretty but rich. If but if your house costs like $200,000 and you have a mansion. Annie, Annie ICU was kind of obsessed with like the juxtaposition of how we're introduced to this character is like he's weaving. He's kind of like Peter Sellers and being there. He's just like weaving in and out of the robe without a care in the world. Like the he's Great like, Gatsby. Yeah, just this whimsical man with a hat. And then it's like he turns out to be like a murderer because like tony soprano like it's awful yeah it's like two different people you're like which "Mm." i couldn't figure out where i knew him from Mm. and then i looked it up on imdb he's jackie treehorn in uh the big lebowski and where he sort of plays the same role as he is in the beginning Mm. of the movie Mm. of just being this very very much yeah whimsical not really knowing but just at this crazy sex party Cool. which is sort of what right. he is. Right. You're just like, oh, it's this playboy, this harmless playboy. Yeah. Um, mm. Not harmless, man. No. no. And I um, I think he looks so much like Ben Kingsley. Mm. Yeah, I can like, see that. There were certain, certain times where I'm like, is that Ben Kingsley? And then <laughs> not. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, so... We're we're back at we're back at the double juice. The staff has learned the new rules, which my favorite rule is be nice. Like it's a good rule. They're not bad rule. rules. No, be nice. Take it outside. I did forgot the other. I didn't write. Uh, it. I've it's number one is never underestimate. Never underestimate. Yeah, that then one was take a little, it outside. Like, then be nice. You know, existential. But yeah, the other. Well, two it's just really that practical. you know always think that they're gonna like try to mm-hmm. pull a knife or something. So always be ready. They're good rules. They really they're, are. They're, you know. They actually use this for police training. Um, sure they do. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll cross check that with Lisa F. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, is here's my question when he's giving the speech is cooler. Is that a term that comes from this movie or is that before? Like when you're the cooler, somebody, like, somebody that cools somebody down. Well, what do you mean, Katie? Yeah. yeah I don't know like, what you mean. <laughs> oh, this is like a porn term you, or something. No, I don't know. Like, like well, a fluffer. <laughs> that is a porn. Term. I know. Well, like he says something like you guys are the he bouncers. Say bounce, does he say bouncers and I'm the cooler. Yeah. Mm hmm. But I've heard the term cooler a lot and I assumed it came from this movie, but maybe it's like he's using it because it's like a, I don't know, security term or something. Thoughts? Have you heard it in like a picnic context? Yes. Or at yes. Like the beach? Sorry. Yes. I've heard it in a picnic <laughs> beach style context. Yes. But you know, you've heard that, right? The cooler, like somebody's the cooler. I don't know if I yeah. have. I mean, I want to say it's oh. like, is it like a gambling thing where you have like a dealer at a table who's yeah, like maybe it is a gambling thing who's like a bad dealer or they're right. they like gets rid of someone's luck i um, also you know it's interesting you say that i also kind of have it tied to like poker or something a cooler okay but i don't know um but yeah that's the hierarchy is like he's in charge of all these guys um the only one i all the quotes in there is you know the what if someone says my mom is a whore and <laughs> right. it's like is she right i like Which, yeah yeah i think Sticks. he's like dealing with it well it's like nothing is personal like why would you ever take this stuff personal these people don't even know you from drunk yeah i totally. mean okay i i think i can relate to it in this context which is being a high school teacher um, which is like uh new teachers especially like get upset if kids say things to them or do things and you're kind of in the same you're like their kids like middle especially middle school and high school like the the things that i've been called or said to me that like water off a duck's back yeah i'm a high school student because i'm kind of like you're kind of like a drunk person in a bar just meaning like you're that is you're, exactly you're yeah. going through a lot like right now and you don't have all of your faculties about you and you're angry for no reason <laughs> Next time I'm like super drunk like that, I'm gonna say, I'm just like a middle schooler. I'm going it's, through a lot right now. I, you hung out with middle schoolers. Oh my like, Yeah, you can't. Oh, I, I've subbed for middle schoolers before. Oh, there. Yeah, I know. I know. So there there are things that happen there, including like Dalton firing the one guy who's like doing it. He was it on his break. But I'm on my break. <laughs> he was doing it in the back. Was those the first boobs we saw? The first yes. full boobs. Maybe. Yeah. It was. Um, I hope you counted Katie. Um, I should have been counting. Yeah. Um, Isn't it funny to you guys that this bar chooses like doo-wop, like rock and roll, like, like the kind of music is so interesting to me. Blues. I think that's like typically sort of like roadhouse music. Is even it? the even the fancy roadhouse at the beginning where it was all martinis yeah. and stuff, they were listening to like bluesy rock. Yeah. yeah. Is that what's there? I would expect it to be like, I don't know, like Guns N' Roses or something. Do you guys know anything about this actor yeah. musician who's blind? No. no, I don't. Philip, you're saying yes? I do. Yeah, I mean, I just looked it up. Yeah. Well, is he actually blind? He is actually blind. He's okay. a Canadian musician. Um, he had like a, it was some sort of like cancer that caused it. He ended up dying when he was like 40. Oh. Uh, I think it's John Healy band. Oh um, yeah. I've heard he of that. He actually had a hit angel eyes at the same time <gasps> as this movie, but oh. it wasn't in the movie. Um, oh yes. 
I love that song. I've heard of that, but he, you can kind of tell that he is doing it. Like he's kind of a, <laughs> yeah, I love that but song. He's Angel great Eyes. in this movie. Like it's, I think you can tell he's an actual musician yeah, you acting, can. but it like feels natural. It I don't does. Know. I liked him a lot. Um, but and the premise is, is that he, the lead of this band is like, he knows Patrick Swayze just kind of from the road. Yep. They, like they've run into each other before. I guess they also sort of set up at a bar for a while and then un- are under contract in this sort of, it, it's almost like John Wick rules of just, they've created this whole world of yeah. bouncers and bands. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I have it. a note, like this band needs to get another gig. Like, oh my God, <laughs> this is the worst bar in America. Like, and they're really good. I mean, partly because he's a real musician, right? Cause you're like, yeah. this band like can do it. Like, yeah. They need Which, to be playing at the Cradle Alliance. I also want to say that there's the mustached bartender who I just had a yeah. note as being poor man's Bill Paxton. <laughs> or yeah. I guess we're not supposed to be saying that anymore. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I <laughs> I remembered the other day. Well, whatever. Remember when Nora L like missed yeah. and she said like it's like that movie's for poor people. <laughs> yeah. She said it wrong and it was like oh, no. amazing, but it, it was, was like wrong, light... but it was also like, oh that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. She's yeah. literally mirroring, we need to be better. Thank you, Norrell. Is that the bartender that was fired because he was skimming money? Right. Yeah. 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 So we we also get to see at this point like that Dalton's car gets wrecked by the people in the bar. Which he just which he knew that happened because that's why he went and bought the crappy car in the first place. And I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a nice car. Crappier than his Mercedes. And he but he gave the other car to that man on the street. Is that what was happening? He like threw keys at somebody. Because he just he just gave it away he when does he left. Every time he moves wow. to a different town. So we we go back to the farmhouse and um, we see oh but first there's a crazy party at the rich guy's house. This is where I wrote Katie's boob corner because there was <laughs> at least a hundred boobs in this scene because everybody was just like let's take our tops off yeah. because men are watching this movie or people that like boobs I guess but it was mostly made for like heterosexual men I suppose. Um, and uh, I don't want to say that, but I, that's what I think it is. No, I, I think with all the fights and <laughs> everything, all the other context in this movie, I don't think it was yeah. written for, created except, for women. Except for when we get to Dalton in his bed and he gets up, we have a close-up of Patrick Swayze's butt for, I think, two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, who is interested in Patrick Swayze's butt? Or is this... Uh, is this the nod to the ladies in the room? Like you just watched a woman's breast get manhandled, but are you here for Patrick Swayze's butt? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, why not? You know? Yes, always. And of course, um, you know what's her name? The the Muppet lady. She's Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann has come to his house to bring him breakfast. Is this when he's reading poetry? Which I think he's <laughs> reading Legends of the Fall. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's a he's a Renaissance man. He's a ways. philosopher. A so, so philosopher warrior, I think, is you know. Yeah, uh, he's um, so deep. I started calling him um, "Yes Pants, No Shirt" Swayze <laughs> <laughs> because he does that right. Like yeah. he loves wearing long pants with no shirt. He loves it. 
Like I wasn't ninja. sure when we'd be starting, but I really did want to be just doing Tai Chi shirtless <laughs> when, when you guys came on. I would later, imagine, so. like, I do think that this role could have been played by Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? Oh my gosh, that would have been really intense. Uh, that's but for the sequel like where he's an international cooler, He is, but you're you know. supposed to, like, again, I think there's this part for the ladies because it's Patrick Swayze. So he's like a little softer, a little sweeter, you know? But he, but cut to yeah, we do see him doing tai chi in the yard with with I with I wrote porn music underneath of it. I just had sex music. Yeah, I wrote, we were... actually okay. I did write sex music. I'm gonna be really honest. I wrote with sex music, but then just now I changed it to porn music. Right. Yeah. So I, wanna... I just have this karate scene. Jesus. <laughs> but he's also going to work in this like pseudo karate shirt. Yep. I didn't yeah. even have pseudo in front of it. It was just a karate shirt. Do you think they were trying to make that a thing? Because I would wear that. But what is that? That's not an actual because it's not quite a karate shirt, but it's like half. He, he has like undercover bouncer outfits. Yeah. Like everybody else has to wear the red uniform. And he's like, no, I'm undercover. I want people to just like I fight my own street clothes. Also, all of those goons like fighting in their like Land's End, like dad wear. I'm, yeah, they're just all of them. Ugh. Yeah, look very awkward. So awkward. So of course, Patrick Swayze gets beat up because that bartender comes back with a machete, and he goes to the hospital and meets sexy doctor. Do you know where Kelly Lynch is from that we've seen before? Yeah, I don't remember, but I did. I did remember we had seen her somewhere. She's her face looks different every time I've seen her. She's from Cocktail. Cocktail. She's like the... Uh, the other woman? Yeah, the the guy's wife. Not Tom oh, Cruise, right. but the other guy's like... Uh, oh, sugar, the butt cheek lady. Sugar mama. Yes. She's also in The L Word. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Is she and the her butt name cheek is- lady there? No, she's actually playing a trans character there, which is interesting. Mm. Oof. I know. So, yeah. okay, yeah. Her name in this one is Dr. Quinn. Um, she is medicine just... woman. Medicine woman. Wait, is that really her name? Yeah. Dr. Oh, Quinn, I, yeah. I just kept calling her sexy doctor. That's what I call I her. mean, she is dressed like a sexy doctor. Like, I don't know. Sometimes people can be like, ooh, she's really model looking for yeah. a profession. But this is like yeah. a porn doctor. Right. She's like this got big glasses much. that are just yeah. too big. The glasses are too back. much. The glasses too much over. I think if she didn't have glasses, you're like, okay, I, I get it. But this is like, okay, stop it. It's just so she stop can it. take them off and be man. It's yeah. She just looks like she's going to strip. Another Please. fun fact, she spent a month in an ER learning the ins and outs of doctoring. She she learned how to like sew people up, but in the movie, she was just given a stapler and she never got to show off. Ugh. Yes, I know. And they just go I straight it. to it. Like, so this was like Annie's thing about, because I think Annie was like thrilled that they resolved it because he hands her his chart or she looks through his chart and Annie's like, that chart is 40 pages. Like what is going on? There's no way that's that long. And then she says, do you always carry your medical records around with you? And Annie's like, Oh my God, they like addressed it. That is yeah. like, of course his chart wouldn't be that long if he was just admitted to the ED right. like overnight. So no, he carries them in his own loop. folder. And you know, also his other scar that he sewed himself has healed. Oh my God. Perfectly. But there's still, 
yarn. He in has his arm. stitches <laughs> over a fully healed scar. A fully healed which, scar. Take them out. You take, don't them take them out. Take them out. Like you don't need yeah. your yarn anymore. That's insane. And he also, I mean, first of all, I have to call out that scene. That was actually almost going to be my level because I've never seen that scene before. But in my fantasy of like me being in whatever like tough guy troop there is, I'm always like giving myself my own stitches like right there. Movies love to have men cut like right at their flank. It's very Jesus-y. Yeah, it is. But he also, I think Patrick Swayze, do they give him like kind of a fake scar on his cheekbone? Yeah. It looks like he's been- And then in that one scene, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but after he gets in a fight with, I've had sex with so many men guy, um, the boyfriend of the blonde lady, the next day he has no marks on his face, but one Mm. baby. I'm like- when do you actually get hurt in a fight? I am a pacifist who's never been in a fight. When do you actually get hurt? I was in pain at the dentist today. Like, when do you get hurt? I don't understand. Yeah, like, when do you heal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also, so cutting ahead a little bit that um, we learn that the bartender is related to the rich guy. Yeah. It's his yeah. only sister's son, a very far-fetched like story to connect them. Can you imagine and, saying that out loud? Like I no. have an only sister. I can't imagine saying like, it's my only sister's house. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Who talks like that? So <coughs> we, we've also, we haven't really talked about him, but red is also a character in this movie who has an auto parts store and Fun fact, he was one of Elvis's childhood friends and was a bouncer for him uh, through the Mm. 70s. Nice. Well, and Patrick Swayze has been going there because he needs auto parts for his his car. And Brad Wesley is like harassing this man to no end because he doesn't want people to fix their cars. Why is he... He's he's basically extorting all the businesses mm-hmm. in the yeah. town and charging them like ten percent of their profits. Yeah. Um, oh, he's terrible. So he's I think a, whoever resists is like punished. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, Brad Wesley, he's just this mustache twirling. I love it. Oh like my gosh. How evil he is. So it's, evil. It's amazing. And there's like ten people in this town, and one of them is in charge. It's just so crazy. And oh. so we get to meet Sam Elliott's character, Wade Garrett, mm-hmm. because Dalton calls him at a strip club, more boobs. And so I, I don't understand. I do. And I don't understand this character. He's introduced so far into the movie and he is also a celebrity bouncer. Oh yes. Yeah. Some would say even more famous than wow. Dalton. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like, um, yeah, never mind. Okay. I, I couldn't think of that reference. <laughs> so yeah. he just kind of like checks in with him and he's like, Where are you, man? I'm at a strip club and I'm at a new bar. Which that I, that's basically what happens. Okay. I will point out that to this point, Nora L was sort of regretting her decision of rewatching this movie again. But at the time that Sandy shows up, she she was in again. Um, yeah. He is definitely her favorite part of the movie. Nice. Um, just yeah, she she spouted off several the sexy hair, voice, everything. Yeah, she's she's Wait, in it to win it. She's in it for Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I'm into yeah. Chris Sam Elliott. Wow. Yes. Here's the thing though. And I'm not trying to compliment myself, but I feel like if I worked hard enough, I could, my hair is approaching Sam Elliott's hair. <laughs> like it's, it's approaching the salt and pepper, like the ratio of salt. Is and that pepper. a compliment? Oh, I don't know. I think so. I think he is. He's known. He's got as, sexy hair for a man. I yeah. Know. Okay. Is he known as a sex symbol? What else yeah. is he in that he's a sex? I don't know. He's in a bunch Every, of cowboy everything stuff. Everything he's been in. His um, voice. See, you said cowboy stuff, and that is not uh, yeah. my thing. He's in I mean, he Up was, in the Air. He's the pilot true. in Up in the Air. I don't know. Cowboys okay. of the Sky. He I was, kind of uh, do some Is this Lebowski. our first Sam Elliott Big movie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. See, um, Big Lebowski is another movie that I've yeah. never seen that I know men really like. Yes. And they always say that line that's like, I just fucking hate Journey. Is that the line for that movie? It's the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. Mm. <laughs> that's what I meant. Anyway, oh my God, Elliot, I mean, he's kind of been, I don't know. He's very, pro- he's prolific, but I think I he does it for me 100%. Like, oh my God. Wow. I'm into this conversation. There's an amazing like interview for random roles on the AV club. I recommend everyone go check it out. Mm. It's just, it goes on forever just because he's been in, in so many things and he just comes off as a super great guy. I think he is the illustration for our pod this week, by the way. I hope so. That's <laughs> great. I think that'll make you really happy. Yeah. I love it. I, I think he's awesome. So we're back at the double deuce and now the fence is gone. So we've made some progress. Yeah. Fence in front of the band and Carrie Ann is now Sing, singing. yeah <laughs> and not? everybody has bouncer polos now they're in uniform yes they, they're like circuit city polos <laughs> they are <laughs> good call circuit <laughs> city um, oh my god my that's goodness. delightful but, very appropriate but watch out everything is not rosy because no. there's a guy in the parking lot driving a monster truck and pretty much acting like he's in a normal car it's just what is up with this monster truck that they I keep on featuring love, love it i love it <laughs> it's grotesque it the man yeah. that is the goon who drives this has the smallest penis that ever existed <laughs> one must have a car that big remember like monster truck i mean this is very 1989 too like the monster oh. truck rallies there was like, a monster truck rally in this movie yeah at the <laughs> car dealership you mean <laughs> yes yes oh my the gosh. major crime that no one felt like <laughs> yes. that they could report this is what i'm talking about like 100 witnesses uh yeah. and there's only 100 people, people in the town like this man, that's what, like at that, I mean, are we at that scene? Is that before? No, I can't remember. sorry. No, we're we not first, here. we have to go to sexy doctor coming by the bar. Um, and she just like walks in on the big fight. Um, she's impressed. This, and she's impressed because when Does your man is a philosopher who beats the shit out of people and you're an ER doctor, you're in for it. And, and she's she, wearing like a picnic napkin. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, and she's dressed like a picnic table, but a form-fitting picnic table. It's oh, so she's crazy. a sexy picnic table. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I was thinking. Confusing is like, is this Missouri or is this like <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas? Like, it is so strange. Oh my goodness! So Patrick Swayze gets pulled by the goons to go meet with Mister Wes Leslie at his house because he wants to see him. Oh my god! And this is where we go in, and I think it looks like a Dave and Buster's <laughs> because there's just like pool tables everywhere, slot machines, and that it, poor woman doing aerobics 
with her face all beat up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, it's depressing. Um, fun fact. Uh, she's been in another movie we recently watched. Oh. Um, she was in Point Break, uh, which she was. <laughs> oh, she the, the woman. I guess she in the shower. Woman, yeah, she was the naked woman in the shower. Freight um, train. Fre- yeah, I was. I was trying to look it up. Her oh her name God. character in that movie was Freight Train. Um, that makes sense. In that, yeah. like, she's like fit, and I don't know. Like, the characters are kind of similar in a way. Wow. Which I could see her character even like going from this mm-hmm. to that, as we see yeah. sort of. Uh, Patrick Swayze going from this yes. to that. I could, you know, they. No, oh, yeah. How interesting. They're the same world. The, they are, are the in the same world. world. Weird. Um, we we find out that Wesley brought J.C. Penny to the town, and so. <laughs> yeah. So watch out, world. Humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we also learned that Patrick Swayze has killed a person. Yeah. Yeah. Because in he- self defense, maybe. Well, we learn later that it is self defense because oh. that man has a gun or a knife i think a gun he had a gun. girlfriend he didn't know the woman he was sleeping with had was married was married uh, yeah those dog fights are happening tonight They're you know recreating. my dog they love to <laughs> that, do roadhouse that was a perfect podcast. recreation of the fourth yeah, fight totally. um so yeah we things are now like extra fancy at the double deuce so fancy so quick and now patrick swayze is like walking through and he's like nodding at people and he's, he's like so oh, proud he's giddy oh, at he's how drink- wonderful oh my is. note my note here was he drinks coffee like katie in a bar yeah i do drink coffee in bars <laughs> i do like, too i just well, also drink them with a yeah, beer that's, yeah. the that's true but the katie is my friend that drinks coffee in bars like <laughs> and like people are always there she's like do you have coffee people are always like <sighs> oh my god i've gotten so many i'm just like so um grateful that you both and other people will go to bars with me and order alcohol because it's the only reason i haven't been like thrown out by like my blazer you know what i mean just like thrown out into the dust because we're always like we'll see if we have some in the back i'll see god oh, katie god. bless you yeah. you'll always drink just like whatever coffee is left from like yeah it's like that's fine whatever get it out of the garbage yeah totally we also see that uh Keith David is the new bartender, which this is should be my bummer, but it's just the worst use of Keith David in the world. He's an amazing actor. Oh, um, is this? you he was in community. Um, he's he's been in everything. Um, shoot, I'm tr- I'll, I'll find it. But um, but I they just that. do they do nothing with him in this movie. Hmm. Um, I think, yeah, he was in the thing um he's he's been in a bunch of amazing stuff um and then of course we get uh patrick swayze and kelly lynch going back for uh oh my god the, the longest most uncomfortable sex. sex you've ever had i mean they weren't the sharpest rock so i mean it could be worse if you are in a <laughs> if you are being rubbed against a bri- a rock fireplace <laughs> While you are penetrated, I can't imagine it is the most comfortable position to be in. I think she would be scraped alive. Yeah, yeah uh, is what scraped I wrote. Alive. This is and... right after Patrick Swayze has to take off his sweater vest, I believe, <laughs> to engage in this. 
I also wrote this is a very dirty dancing scene. Yeah. They come back to totally. his like cabin and then he turns the music on and then it's him and baby dancing. Except it's the sexy doctor. Well, and creepy Brad is into it and he's watching from his yeah. house. My whole note on this movie, it's this is basically an action movie that's filmed exactly like Dirty Dancing was filmed. Yes, it you know, is. Music yeah. plays a big part in it. It has yeah. like sort of a fuzzy lens to a lot of it. And there's, yeah, that's- And it I, was after Dirty Dancing, right? I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it did influence it. Well, Katie, I'm surprised you haven't said yet, but the score of this movie is extreme. I mean, yeah, not only is there like sex music a lot, but there's like intense crescendo, Always. like- instrumental music throughout the whole thing as it's well. a really weird like compilation of that and then sometimes nothing and it's really interesting like yeah. i think this was like very much of its time in the like late 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 80s where it's like movies weren't i don't know like overly scored by like whoever john williams or whatever who's like just telling you how to feel at all times so it was like scored by songs but sometimes there was like actually weirdly a lot of room to like some of the fight scenes well you know we'll get to it the one by the lake is almost like not scored. it's just it's just interesting yeah um just so i can fill it in uh, a couple of the things that keith david's been in is they live which also has one of the most famous fight scenes in the world and just know, shows yeah. how wasted he was in this movie uh mm. as i said the thing pitch black apparently princess frog is one of his i think he was in the villains. movie crash as well could be i believe but i definitely familiar but like with i said him. he's been in everything he um, has been sorry, in everything sorry. and he's amazing super underutilized um so let's see are we to where we have uh Sam Elliott, uh, Patrick Swayze, and Kelly Lynch all going on a, a threesome date together. Yes. Like, okay. what I is have a lot of feelings happening? about this. I have a lot of feelings. My note, okay, can I just say this? In capitals, yeah. I wrote, oh my God, this doctor lady does not want to hear these two men Ugh. talk about their wounds from being a bouncer. She does, though. I think she, she does, though. doesn't. I, <laughs> but she doesn't. They're like, yeah, and then remember when you were a bouncer and you got wounded? And I mean, as a doctor, oh maybe, God. but I was like, get over it. And then he <laughs> sexy dances with her in front of her lover. Yeah. That's what's Ugh. so, okay, I'm- I think I have other hummers and bummers. So like part of my hot take is like one of my hummers for this film is Sam Elliott, the actor. And one of my bummers is Sam Elliott, the character, because it's like, dude, shut up. Like the everything that comes out of his mouth is terrible. terrible. All of the advice is terrible. Awful. It's it's just and it's the so worst. misogynistic and the way he's dancing with her it's like I really do. I mean like I'm on Nora team Nora L. Like I hard crush on same Elliot. Like he really does it for me, but it's like in this scene it just seems scary and like she doesn't have much of an option and like what is happening? Like she's clearly with Patrick Swayze and he's very much like no, I'll do this with you. It's just so bizarre. I, I will, Nora L pointed this out, is that she just finished a shift at the hospital and then yeah. pulls an all-nighter with them. I know. And then she's got like two hours of sleep and then she's doing another shift. So someone, someone's dying on that. Um, yeah. On that hot watch. take from me. 
I feel like Sam Elliott is this grandpa fraggle. (laughs) (laughs) Bridget is uh, showing with her iPhone a portrait of an old fraggle. From Fraggle Rock. We'll get our IT guy to incorporate it, it into yeah. the, uh, the That's Instagram. That's what I think. I'm fascinated by Nora L and Katie L's love of Sam Elliott. He's just so, oh man, he's so dreamy. <laughs> in, but in this movie? Yeah. I think it's still his looks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just considering that hair and considering uh, every word out of his mouth is misogyny. I have and to I'm watch this down. again because I was not feeling that but oh, I, love I love it, it. you love it he calls people mijo <laughs> yeah he does call people mijo oh no that it's was the worst are you canceling him maybe tell me he doesn't look like that fraggle all the time <laughs> like, that, like that fraggle and walter frey had a child I, he's just so i don't know it's his voice it's his like swagger. i'm loving that you are loving him I love anyways it. so we we get red's uh, auto parts stores burned down slash blown up so many um, things burn down and blow up. Yeah. So much blowing up. Then, he blows uh, up a quarter of the town. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley brings his <sighs> girlfriend to the bar and where she proceeds to strip. And then and they have a huge fight. Her girl, His girlfriend is freight train, right? Right. Correct. I was so confused by that. But yes. And of course, Patrick Swayze delivers this gorgeous line that is respectful to women. If you're going to have a pet, keep it on a leash. Oof. I didn't hear that. Yeah, about her. I just, there's so much objectifying of women in this movie. And I mean, he's seen her that she's abused. So yeah, he he definitely, like that's she's not having a good time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's, we have this huge fight that basically destroys parts of the bar. Then we cut to the, uh, dealership where yeah. a monster truck goes through oh, um, stupid and the, like the yeah. guy um leslie is that his name wesley the villain yeah, yeah. he's Brad. there i was lying like any i see you it's like he's there for his own pranks like why oh, he would loves you... it he's watching yeah but like everybody's seeing it like his the yeah. timer is running on this guy's power trip in this town because there's only 20 people okay but is it like aren't those in power able to like for me he was just like trump like and these goons are those assholes that went to the capital in january yeah 6th. but it just feels like there's not enough people in that town to do that like he didn't there, have the there majority always is though I guess but so. you cannot have the majority and still have a bunch of goons supporting you because you're powerful for nothing. I and guess fear and yeah. this, let's yeah. just say it. This movie predicted Trump. <laughs> I also, I started calling the ex-boyfriend of the blonde lady Canadian tuxedo because he wore a Canadian tuxedo in every scene he was in. Oh, he was right. I had head to toe denim. Yeah. Wait, which isn't he the ex-boyfriend of the blonde? No. The guy that ends up in the lake? Wesley yeah. is the ex- I thought Wesley was the ex-boyfriend. No. Okay. He's the ex of Both the are... of sexy doctor. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm talking oh, about yeah. the other blonde lady. I will say Freight for train? a movie that is Freight 40% train. kickboxing to the face, it is convoluted. Like how people are related and it's like insinuated. It's tricky to pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because we need to talk like the doctor dated Brad Wesley or like he wanted her. I feel like he he said it was was... his niece. No, (laughs) no. uh, Red was her uncle. Oh, I'm pretty sure she was in a relationship with Brad with Brad Wesley or he was pursuing her. But yes, he had a photo of her in his house. Yeah, but Red is her niece because because there's like this throwaway line where it's like after my parents died, like both of them on the same day. Like, oh, it's so strange. I got confused about that. Like after okay. my parents died, then I my uncle took care of me and that's why I moved back to this town. Gotcha. I that's thought her uncle says. was Brad Wesley. <laughs> no, I think her uncle was Red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a Doc Hollywood situation. Yeah, I was literally going to say the same thing. Noise. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, then we get uh, Sam Elliott who goes over to Dalton's gym where he's just punching boards, climbing ropes. And yikes, uh, man. How many barns does he have access to? Well, he's got the he gym barns. bar. All the barns. Barn. Yeah. But then he's punching with no gloves. I mean, like, I know that that's padded, but Jesus, like, he's just like wrapped his, his, um, hands are taped and he's just like punching a board it's rough i wrote that in this scene wayne garrett mr miyagi's patrick swayze oh like, yeah wayne garrett's got a lot of long speeches yeah for sure. and then the main house blows up yep everything swayze does. saves Amit. the farmer yeah oh, saves Emmett. and then canadian tuxedo rolls up again and this time they fight in the sand and then I wrote, wow, because Canadian Tuxedo says, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> like a oh, that- throwaway line that was <laughs> supposed to be maybe homophobic, but was really like, I was like, <laughs> I wrote, tell I me more. I don't know if it's homophobic. I think it's like pro, like it's enthusiastic. Yeah, like, how were you? And and like, oh. tell me more about your relationship. Like, do we want to fight or are you asking? I don't know. Him about- I don't know. Yeah, do really- you want to sleep together Which, on this sandy beach because i know you can do it you've done also it when he's like riding away on the bike he gives this amazing laugh uh that's oh just i know that cackle i i sort of like this guy this too. guy is um, crazy it it is almost like one too many characters to keep track of i yeah. i did have this like i call it the stannis effect in game of thrones i just didn't have any time for stannis's storyline because sure. i couldn't handle it and this guy is like who is this guy like what is happening um, yeah, and like, do we have a chart? Because that's why I thought that sexy doc was <laughs> related. It's tricky. It's tricky. But are they're we all at related that, and they're not related? I mean, are we at his demise at the yep. uh-huh. front? It's a long fight, and then we get the, the... MacGruber throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thro- what is it called? Throat kill or throat, no. rip. throat, throat rip. rip? Yeah. The bear claw. I didn't know that was based on something. I, I mean, that's based on Roadhouse, right? Yeah, it completely MacGruber. is. I, oh, wait. Are we skipping me? all the way to the part where he doesn't almost kill? Oh, wait. We're there. No, okay. we're no, we're just at where he oh actually. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Th- this guy. Um, the delight. I mean, I cannot <laughs> believe that this was incorporated in a movie that was meant for anything but satire. He rips his throat out with his bare hands he oh. which rips his- they prefaced it earlier I, I forget like there's like a rumor that he knows how to 
rip people's throats out and so it's like Chekhov's throat it's rip and so you knew it was coming and then it comes and it's great I oh can't uh, believe it I saw that and I'm like MacGruber that's MacGruber wait what's happening I was it was what am I okay blow? I gotta be honest I missed that part I might have been flinching though because the this is a very violent movie for me on, on the on that part. Yeah. Yeah. Looney Tunes. I forget how, even like if I, I've already forgotten how many fights there are in this movie. Oh it's, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Too many. Uh, okay. But apparently the throat rip was too much for Doc and uh, it's that was over the line. Yeah. And she runs off. So we learned that Wesley's going to either kill Wade or who is the other person he says he's going to kill? Sexy the- Doc? Sexy doc, yeah. Okay, but then Wade well, he shows like up. swims out to the river and screams <laughs> yeah. at Wesley. Yeah, you see. But here's what my confusing and part was: the body was across, like, yeah. oh my god, gross. <laughs> and I guess like ripping somebody's, like you couldn't rip their actual anyway. Whatever, man. I could have a whole podcast on that throat rip, but like, <laughs> he wades across the river. But like, who is that guy to Wesley? Nobody, right? He's just a goon. He's he's rip he's podcast. his number one goon though. Okay, number I mean, one goon. He's a number one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, right. So then we see Wade shows up. He's been super beat up, but he's okay. But not killed. Yeah. Not killed. And Patrick Swayze is like not beat up at all after being in that fight. So he goes and accosts Sexy Doctor at work while she's at work. Well, he's worried to- that they're going to murder her. I know, but he's like violent with her. Like, yeah. just say like, hey. Where's his calm that he had earlier yeah. in the movie? Get yeah. your calm I know back. What you're but then Wayne Garrett has been stabbed to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what a like, um, like, I don't know how to say it. Like a trick. Like at first you think he's just beat up. Right. And then they come back and they just kill him. Yeah. Which... Of course. They're really toying with him. He gets the yes. short end of the stick, man. Yeah. Um, and it's not worth it. Like, it's kind of one of these things where like, you zoom out. And it's like, Patrick Swayze should not have taken this job. Because he got his best friend killed. Oh, yeah. Somebody else got their throat ripped out. Suddenly, There's he's like, explosions oh. all over the town. Well, like, this is not a net he gain. He finds the girl, you know. But yeah, I mean, killing Sam Elliott makes Bummer. him so angry. And this was just foolish for them to do. He spends a total of like three seconds, maybe three seconds on sadness. And then his face turns to stone cold revenge and anger. And he will be forever angry and vengeful. And so we have this assault on the compound where he uses his beloved Mercedes to just take out, you know, (laughs) I wrote his car flips and spins in the air and catches on (laughs) Fire? And then just straight up explodes. And then I wrote, oh, he wasn't in it? <laughs> well, he, he had... he has a knife. The knife. So I saw that. Yeah. yeah. This is where I started losing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have many more notes because I was just like, oh my God. All these men are like those people from Short Circuit who just learned to use a gun. And they're shooting at nothing and everything. Yeah. But but he's disarmed all of them at a certain point, right? With. Which, as Ow. they're all shooting at the car, first the mustache bartender is sort of <laughs> dancing while he's shooting. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's like go back and watch. Yeah, he's doing... got some groove to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inside of this house, there's so much taxidermy. And yeah, where are they? Jeez. That's his uh, trophy room. It's like layer. Yeah, it's game, it's game room, right? Mm-hmm. I, and obviously, like 
he, you know, he's killing everybody and he's, or disarming them. I can't tell if they're dead or not. I assume they're dead. Yeah. And he pushes a polar bear on top of the, the chunky fella. Which kills him. This is what no, it does doesn't. Not, it, it doesn't, doesn't kill him. But it disarms him for so long. It is like the tone of this movie is so hard to grasp because this becomes like hijinks. Like this slapstick. becomes like well, slapstick. They, the director said that they intentionally tried to get comedy into all like all the fights. It's pushed in it's, there for it's, sure. Yeah, because then like all of a sudden Brad has like spears and he's like <laughs> chucking spears <laughs> at Patrick Swayze. And it's like, it's comical, but not. It's also scary. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and, and then um, it looks like Swayze's numbers up, you know, yeah, because he he foolishly disarms them, you know, goes in for that final throat rip, um, but changes his mind. Oh, bear oh paw. God. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It he, is he so really, crazy. Just everyone needs to go watch it. MacGruber as well. Watch Please. Roadhouse, then MacGruber. Yes, um, yes. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't do the throat rip because uh, Sexy Doc is there. He turns his back on Wesley, and of course, he pulls a gun, but... The rest of the town assembled with the shotguns. Oh my just... God. What a surprise. All the old fellas. It's like just a little bit older than all the dads who were the goons for. Oh, yeah. This is what I mean, though. Like, I mean, this man, Wesley, is operating in a town of like 10 other people that all have shotguns and he doesn't have anything. So it's just like, it's just such an interesting. I feel like this man has been running the show five days before Patrick Swayze gets there. And then his number is up like three weeks after. It's not a long yeah. run. No, think. no. But just enough to cause a lot of hurt and damage. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fire. And then the movie ends with uh, naked swimming. Yeah. <laughs> it's sexy. Dog. Yes, it ends pretty abruptly. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it do you guys remember what the last line was? Yes, no. I do. <laughs> Say it, Can I say, a polar bear <laughs> fell on me. Yes, that's the last line in the movie. Curtain drop. Curtain. Drop. <laughs> I, I love see. it. I oh love it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Also, I just want to point out that I did watch part of the credits, and that poor woman whose breasts were fondled mm. uh, is is credited in the credits as well endowed wife. Yikes. So she doesn't even get to be. It's crazy that she doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a name. A lot of the movie. She's just well-endowed wife. Yeah. And they did do a special thanks to the monster truck company who I guess (laughs) loaned them this thing. (laughs) Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. What a journey. That is Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. I mean. He did it again. He did it again. I will say he's classic Swayze. He's so cool he's so yeah calm he's just patrick swayze i don't know yeah did you all have any questions from question corner not really i kind of asked my own okay i did uh, not okay how about hummers bombers and oh philip um yeah we can start with let me find whatever i find first um let's start with the bummer oh <sighs> i mean i have a bummer and it's like it's gonna sound like well it's gonna sound like virtue sig- signaling but this is my bummer where 
Um, speaking of the woman who was credited as a well-endowed wife or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's a real bummer that violence against women in this movie ends up being like virtue porn. Like the way that you can tell that a man, and I'm talking about Patrick Swayze, like the way that you could tell that he's a good guy is that he's clocking violence against women and he's not okay with it. And that sucks. Sucks. Like that is just like so frustrating because Bridget, as you say afterwards, it's like he doesn't actually even care. It's just that like the expression of his face is like, don't hit women, man. And it's just like, right. I just I I think I'm more just like raging against what I was grown up with. It's like, hey, you can do a lot of things, but just like don't Don't hit hit a woman. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. Like, I don't know. The virtue signaling of that. Um, again, like virtue porn. It's just like, ugh, I don't need it. Like, actually Mm. do something about it or fuck off. Um Mm. so anyway, yes. That's my that's my bummer. Naps. Is that like the save the kitten sort of thing? But yeah, for, it is. For, it yeah. is. Yes, it is like save the cat, but it is so and, and like they're doing it in yeah. such like a systemic problem way that it's like, oh man, it feels so yeah. dirty. I think, I mean, there's a lot that bums me on this movie, and I agree with you, Katie. I think I'm just going to go with kind of like anger bums mm. me out. I did appreciate the note to like be nice because I have found that um today even people are angry they're Mm. angry in their cars they're angry they fight over silly things like sometimes i watch the news or i read the news and i'm just like what causes this extreme anger that people want to just hurt each other all the time and i know this is a movie and i know it's fantasy but I can't help but relate it to what's going on in our world where we just see people who are like entitled and angry and then take out violence on other people. It bums me out. <laughs> and I was just, and, and, and I also have some empathy for some of these folks because I do think they probably, some of them live in poverty or some of them may not have jobs or there's stresses in their life that maybe causes that kind of systemic anger or rage, but oof, bums me, bums me out. Uh, mine's gonna be a little bit more petty. Um, Go for it. it really bummed me out every time I saw Dalton smoking. Oh, I don't know yeah. why, but just they're it, not good I, for you. It, they're not. I just I don't think his character would do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Chi. It just it really pulled me out of it every time. And I mean, smoking's bad for you. Hey, if you can try to quit, y'all should quit. Um, Bridget and Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if i smoked a cigarette right now i would be coughing so bad and not enjoying my life mm. cigarettes smell so bad sorry mm. to all of our listeners who smoke cigarettes it's yeah. too... they, know, they know yeah they know dumbers we'll end on hummers um my dumber is that truck i just <laughs> if if you like when they pull up in front of that mansion and those men get out and they just look like tiny little figurines like hopping out of that truck like and sometimes you see people driving down the road with their car souped up like that or giant tires it's just that's just not how you should it's intimidating it's kind of rude if people's cars or motorcycles are really loud i just i think it's super dumb i don't know why people do in the world i used to watch a cartoon that was based on uh bigfoot the uh monster truck mm. um Ooh. 
Yeah. Okay. Like I don't, I've never been to a monster truck rally. I'd probably really enjoy it. I'll be honest. There's something really fun about watching those trucks crush other cars. I get the thrill of it, but just like driving around town, like stopping at the Starbucks, like you don't need a car like that. Or have you seen those? Like, uh, I guess it's like a fetish where people are, are like committed to diesel smoke Ugh. and they give their cars these illegal like yeah. exhaust things that just blow out black smoke. Ugh. Yes, and or they, people they, put like yeah industrial horns in their car. There, uh, yeah. I, I heard that here the other day, and I was oh, like, man. that's just scary and rude. You're gonna cause an accident. I heard um, there was this near a construction site the other day where I heard a horn that was like, which I think is from The Simpsons, (laughs) like when Homer gets to design a car. Uh, That was kind of a fun little like horn that somebody had installed. Yeah. 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 Um, My bummer or dumber, sorry, dumber. That's what we're on. um, Is... It's, I think this is the, like the famous line from the movie. It's that pain doesn't hurt. Oh, and yeah. And by Ugh. definition, it, it does. It it does hurt. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be affected by it, but it, it does. I sort of think that he has that condition where he doesn't feel pain. Oh. And it, it's actually bad for people. Yeah. You oh, it's you devastating. You don't know like if you've got, you're leaning on a stove yeah, or something like that. you get injured quite a bit. Yeah. It's very important to have pain. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I like your rules, Sways, but this one doesn't work. Yeah. We're on dumbers, right? We're on dumbers, yeah. Bridget, did you already go? I did. Sorry, it's my turn. Um, you know, I think my dumber is a little bit of a hummer, but like it's like a hummer that ends in a dumber. I was really enjoying in this movie the lack of guns. Like I thought that like <laughs> <laughs> you know like for yeah, a lot of this yeah. movie it's hand-to-hand combat and granite we already talked and about knives. how and knives. knives which hurt and stab and like a lot of you know knives. He, yeah right like patrick swayze he has this unfortunate condition where he can't even feel it and like people are getting glasses broken over their head so like it's all devastating and crazy but there's no like guns because i was thinking often in these fights it's like man if somebody had a gun this would just be like the stakes would just be like up 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 and it would be like end of scene hmm. um so i was like oh my gosh like is this a movie where we're actually not even gonna introduce gun violence which i was really excited about and then of course like <laughs> Wesley stops a fight by shooting a gun into the air, which I yeah. was thinking, like, man, in today's world, people would just be running, getting the f out of there. Right? No one would, no one would just like no. stop. You would just be like, oh my god, That's this true. is it. Yeah. Um, which bummed me out too. But I don't know. I don't think the movie needed it. Like, I just wish that they hadn't inserted guns at the end because it almost like cheapens it. And it's yeah. like, who needs it? Like, no one. None of these people know how to use them. It's clear, and yeah. the stakes are already like this guy has total control of this town he's setting stuff on fire so anyway that was like my dumber and also they've sort of as we said earlier sort of done world building of this where people know about bouncers and coolers and they travel around and so just yeah i agree that's a i like yeah yeah all right hummers well i'll stick with my original hummer which is that gorgeous barn apartment which is so cute Mm -hmm. it has the most comfortable looking bed with the most gorgeous bedding it has a cute kitchen it has like bookshelves and reading nooks and windows that open up to a view of a lake it's 
it's really lovely. I, I imagine it's dusty and it smells like horses. Yeah. But if you're like just Patrick Swayze who walks around naked and you don't care, it's perfect for you. I love it. I, I like to just picture Emmett putting all of this together yes. just on a whim oh. <laughs> like he oh i love it like he yeah. goes i don't know where he buys that stuff maybe jc penny waiting for somebody to come jc penny is not there or it's coming there i don't know it's i forget if it's coming or <laughs> yeah <laughs> brad wesley was integral though yeah i um, you know i my my bump my my hummer is very similar to that but i'm um I'm going to go with the specific scene of naked Patrick Swayze on his porch. Oh, he's smoking, which would be a bummer. Sure. But like he's just out there naked facing this pond lake river by you. Yeah. Um, and I kind of left him like, oh, my gosh, that would be so cool to just be like, I don't know, to live somewhere where you could just be like fully naked in your backyard um, and just like chill out. And I don't know. I was like, it was like, take me there. And I just. But Kenny. Because he's being watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brad Wesley is point. in the darkness. I mean, I'll say I I don't. I, I'm probably not the most conservative of person as far as like when I walk around naked. So in my world, like, yes, that yeah. would be a situation where I would just fully be naked. But um, yeah, I thought like it was just very appealing to me this like. It wasn't necessarily even sexy. It was just like relaxing, like yeah. Patrick Swayze, just like and her too. Yes, yeah. I know. Butts Ironically, I'm more into the Patrick Swayze silhouette of naked there. Hmm. But I, I was like, man, Katie, this movie has brought out some. I know. <laughs> you know, Kelly you. Lynch. It's just so interesting because I totally, you know, I get where Kelly Lynch is objectively beautiful, but like, I think she's just done up to be too much of like a sexy librarian oh, doctor. Her hair is that, not good in this. Yeah, like I can't get into yeah. it. It's like, it's just too much. It's like, mm, it's like being force fed. I don't know. I get, I don't it. Like I it. get it. Yeah. I get it. Not her, just like the stylist. Sure, sure. Uh, my Hummer will be specific. I've got a lot that I love about this movie, um, but it's going to be the very giant goon that's in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. First off, at the little pool party he's at, yeah. just the way he's like dancing, like just with his arms back and forth. And uh, Wes is like, I love this guy. He's so goofy. Mm. And uh, we were also talking about how he, the way he dances and Carrie Ann dances, they should get together. Mm. Um, so hopefully oh. he like survived oh, this and men's his ways and they they get together but also the scene where they're breaking the liquor bottles he's just so committed to break like the fight has like broken out and he's just still committed to breaking bottles mm. and he loves it so much and just the the enthusiasm he brings to being a a bad guy yeah i enjoyed so mm. yeah yes and that's roadhouse uh, roadhouse our outfits um Bridget, I am loving the um, now now what I know to be kind of more of like a Circuit City style polo yeah. that you're wearing. Super proud of this new cleaned up bar you're running. Um, and I also like uh, the the trucker hat that's got like Patrick Swayze's just joyful, enthusiastic uh, wide-eyed face that just says, um, 
skip it, bop it, mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's got this quaffed, oh my God. you know, um, but notice it's not his wet mullet. mullet. It's not. Yeah, I know we didn't true. even get into that. Ugh. I just think the wet mullet. I just don't like the dry fluff mullet. It's just so crazy. I don't like I, any of them. I love them, but, but I don't like them. But when it's wet, it just looks like <laughs> like Bodhi surfer hair, I guess, or something. I'm it like, okay, too far down his back. Yeah, it's yeah, like down his back. It. I just don't understand why we ever agreed that that was a hairstyle. Yeah, I don't get it. I tried long hair once, and it, I can't Did pull you? it off. Yeah, you've seen it. Well, no, I've done it twice. And you, you mean saw in one Peace of the, Corps? I did it once in Peace Corps, and then I did it once uh, right around graduation of grad school. Um, I'll you send did? you pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a little bit, right? But not like down it, your back. Not down. No, it, it touched my butt. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was that long. No. I guess I remember. My hair is too curly, so it can't get like too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long. yeah. It just, it's weird. Totally. Um, uh, yeah. Well, Philip, I love your outfit. Um, you mm-hmm. you've got a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Denim on denim on denim on denim. But underneath you have a tank top as pre as peruge. Peruge. Um, it features two big dump trucks. And then <laughs> above it it says balls big enough to come in them come come in them and then your hat which is also a trucker hat says (laughs) says activity completed we're still going strong she told us to stop oh my god i have something to say your hat says reds auto parts will blow you away oh my god it's a nice outfit i like it um katie Mm mm-hmm um, I like, I guess this is a fancy outfit. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, it's an outfit that can be worn at a sort of a fancy affair, but also, you know, at just a backyard event. Um, yeah. but it's, it's a skin tight picnic dress. You know um, how I like to roll. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. But yeah. it's, it's adorned with lettering. Um, and it says, you know, if you're going to go to a picnic, don't forget to bring your cooler. <laughs> um, yes. And then it has it. just on the back, a life-size um, picture of Patrick Swayze. Life-size. So it's like Bart. above, it's like a little above my neck. <laughs> yeah. Like five foot ten. And oh, I'm five four. Butt. It's his butt. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's so it's like one of those it does airbrush shirts close. that makes it look like you're naked. So it's <laughs> it's on your butt. Yep. I wore it to work today. <laughs> Did you get any compliments? Yep. It's not not what I wear to work today. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, Is it I, yeah. for real? It's for real for me. I mean, I get that it's it's aimed at, I, I don't know what age of men, boys, but um, yeah, it's it just works for me. It, it's got enough campiness to everything that's going on. And I mean, I just love Patrick Swayze. Um, yeah, it's, I love the world they built. It really works for me. It's for real for me. I definitely recommend, even if you don't like that stuff, it gives you lots of stuff to talk about. Bridget, do you want to go or I can go? You can go. Okay. Wants to go first. I still don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Well, this might make it a little less interesting, but, um, 
I won't bury the lead. I, I will give this movie a for real rating. I think it's for real. I One thing that we didn't talk about is like, I guess it could have been my bummer, but I, you know, you could tell that like Patrick Swayze maybe insisted on doing all of his own stunts. And maybe because of that, it was like kind of slow. <laughs> it's like, sure. that's what I meant with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I was like, well, he's a kickboxer. Like, I think Jean-Claude Van Damme could have gotten his like a little higher and a little faster because Patrick Swayze, you're like, okay, like, let's get it going. Um, but I, I would, yeah, this movie is just like, I had no idea what to expect. I was so thrilled with the MacGruber throat rip. I could not believe that's where this came <laughs> from but like it almost it is such an interesting like um follow-up to dirty dancing it's almost like a musical without any musical numbers like the musical numbers are fights (laughs) like if you watch it with the lens that it's a musical and the musical numbers are fight scenes um i think you'll have a really good time and so you know what i mean like it's just an excuse to see a lot of different fight scenes that are kind of like excellently choreographed and there's not a lot of guns until you get to like, you know, um, sure. five, sixth of the way through it. Um, but I love Patrick Swayze. I really do like Kelly Lynch in it. Um, and I don't know, there's so much like craziness. It's so corny, but um, it had like a pretty nice pace. And anyway, I, th- I think it's for real. I think it's a movie that should be watched and just how absurd. <laughs> I do want to say that the fight choreographer is, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but it's Benny the Jet Urquidez. Yes. He's, a, or, he's super famous. He's yes. been in a ton of movies. Um, some Jackie Chan movies. He was cool. in Gross Point Blank. Um, he's Have you just, guys seen The Sandlot? Like that yeah. kid's uh-huh. name is Benny J- the Jet Rodriguez. And I'm like, oh. it must be named after this guy, right? Or am I losing it? Maybe not. But I, I read that yeah. too. Yeah. Could yeah, it could be. But yeah, he's he's just super famous. Anyways, sorry, I had to throw that in. I enjoyed the choreography though. Yeah. I mean, Bridget, okay. With bated breath. I um <sighs> this is why I like this podcast because it's things can be arbitrary and they can be specific and they can be personable. I am, I am going to say this movie is not for real. Whoa. Twist. Not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think I agree with the things that you both have said. Mm -hmm. I, I did enjoy watching it because it was so insanely wild as yeah, wild movie. the world and the cartoonness of it all. And it just, I mean, and I don't like violent things. So it was a little violent yeah. for me, but so I'm not going to say like, don't watch it, but I'm going to give it a not for real rating because of just the, just the misogyny and there's too much violence and too much just like anger. And yeah. I didn't, I just didn't enjoy that part of it. And so on a different day, maybe I would have said I thought it was for real, but I'm stick. I'm gonna stick with it. Although now that you described it as a musical, that did sway me slightly. Mm. But yeah, I- I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with my not guns and and maybe s- knives and just say hey, I don't think it's for real. It's interesting to think about like the toxicity of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. is it like a yeah. little too toxic? Which I I think is like a good question yeah. for sure. It's interesting. I, I think I agree with everybody. And it's interesting that yeah. we always come up with like know. different ratings. Yeah. Which maybe instead you should watch, Bridget. They did an off-Broadway um retelling of it called 
a roadhouse, the stage version of the cinematic classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Tamek from the 80s cult classic, The Last Dragon, wearing a blonde mullet wig. (laughs) Yes. Which I would. uh, I do want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Or watch MacGruber. Yeah. I've actually never seen MacGruber, but it's great. Highly recommend. I've heard that. Okay, here we go. No, it was it just got okay. good at the end. And if you it. didn't notice, I threw a beer bottle at your screen. I said thank you. Because I liked it so much. And that's what this movie has taught me to do. I didn't know that Jeff Healy sang that song Angel Eyes, but I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Oh, it's so good. It's such a beautiful song. <sighs> well, Patrick Swayze. That's our third Swayze movie. I'm not saying it's our last, but no, it's Swayze our last summer. before our vacation. Um, that we're going to take. So hope everybody has fun at the Catskills. Um, at camp and yeah. Wherever you're going. <laughs> Into space. Uh, Into space. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie. Stephanie. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back on August 12th. Yep. 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 Ugh. So have a great summer, everyone. Yeah. Have a great summer. Wear sunscreen. Stay safe. Yeah. All right, until August. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Toodaloo.